This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Of Mice and Men and Monsters. Who is this woman, Doctor? If that is your real name. Yes, I had a bride. Elizabeth. There is something called a book of lore. So our job is right now, we're, we're trying to search for it and find some kind of a map. If you choose not to join... We're just going to have you sign a NDA. Robin's son was taken by these spotted hand people. You hear that, robot? You hear that, Master Elf? Where we're going, there is no magic. So now I'm covered in oil and beholder blood? You hear that same muffled voice that just cried out in pain um, whimper out the name. <laughs> Elizabeth. The spotted hand has been busy. They're preparing for war. Where we last left off, Penny, you were the one to peek through the doors of what Edmund had told you was a room used for crafting and a library to the side. But you were following the sound of obviously someone in misery and cracking open the door, and, and you did so without being seen. Uh, you spied a, a really horrific scene. You saw another death kiss looming over the prone form of a woman crying out, her face hidden in her arms. And you also, sweeping your eyes across the scene, you also see what are five active forges. And near them, um, in piles, you see new weapons and armor. Obviously, not a craft room anymore, but instead a place to forge weapons of war. And if you're also keeping in mind the fact that none of you can really speak openly about the Spotted Hand because of your magical NDA, you can put two and two together. So what do you decide to do first, Penny? I'm standing there. I'm, 
I'm horrified because this is not a crafting room and Penny has never gotten to be in a crafting room because she was not a part of normal society. But man, has she always wanted to see one? Yes. Has she seen them from outside? Yes. She really wanted this to be one. But it's not. It's a horror den full of all the things to kill people and a nice lady getting hurt. Um, neither are things that Penny likes very much. So Penny takes a deep breath slowly backs away from the door um the door i opened it right it wasn't that mm-hmm. it was open and i just like took a little like santa claus peek right no you opened it i open it i slowly close it um and then i just am like uh guys i th- i uh, i think there's more going on here than we counted on um and then i'm like you know the thing on on your thing that we can't say i think there's more proof in this there's more proof in this room so I, th- I think we need to go fast we either need to go fast or we need to just get in there and stop what's happening did you recognize who the that voice was screaming did you did you recognize that woman nah no i had no idea who it was the only thing i recognized was the name elizabeth um which i thought was the name of that crying woman at frankenstein's who oof. right didn't really feel like remembering that so unless though let's be real elizabeth kind of basic name so maybe it was a different one but yeah that's all i can gather but the uh, this woman's in pain but it's a death kiss and do we want to deal with that like what, what do we do you pointed to your hand and said there's there's more evidence of something in there there, yes, there's more evidence of the thing on the thing that we've been talking about. Remember the I mean, signal that we use so we can, we, since we can't oh, say it, it's like sign right, language right. for spotted hand. The spotted hand. Right, she right, says, right. pointing at her, can I say hand? Yeah, you can say hand. Great, I just can't say. You, can't, you can right. say spotted hand, can't you? You just can't uh, say anything no, with it, the it, green hoods. Yeah, you, in here, like, if you, I think. What are the what, words what we can't say? With, what are the words yeah, we can't good. say? You can't say anything. Yeah, you can't say anything about green hoods. Um, but you can say spotted hand here. Great. Okay, cool. We'll just go all the way back and maybe one of you can correct Penny and you could say you can say that. <laughs> okay. No, I think it's good. We're figuring it out. Yeah. All you right, guys are figuring, you're also figuring out your NDA. Like that, that that's part of this too. You're figuring out what you can and can't say. <laughs> just feel free to always be snarky to Penny because she will be snarky back. So. Oh, will do. <laughs> anyway, so I'm like the thing on the thing that we can't are talk about. Ta- Edmund is like, are you talking about spotted hands? The spotted hand? Why, why, why have I been it? doing this sign why language this entire it? time? I keep you trying to say it. it. Just try and say it. Oh, you're right. I think it was just in my head. Okay, cool. Um, well, I think there's some spotted hand nonsense happening in there. There's forges and, and really scary looking weapons, and it's bad. Um, and I don't know why. I mean, I, I don't, I, this is not a craft room unless, Edmund, were you crafting like spears and murder <laughs> weapons when you were here? No, I, honestly, I, I, I really got into hats. Uh, I, I tried my hand as a milliner, but. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's very creative. Today I learned milliner. Great. <laughs> well, so Penny, are, we, are we going in there or not? I, I mean. We if, need to make a, a decision. Um. Um, well, I'm the leader. Um, um, I, we all voted. Remember? We all voted. I was the leader. No. I thought Benny, it was pretty Benny, obvious. Benny, you only saw one? You only saw one of them death Let's, let's go Let's, roll, Let's go get let's that roll, lady. She's going to have info. Let's, let's go. Roll. 
All right. So how are you guys going to do this? So oh, we have no magic. We have no magic every time. <laughs> no thorn whip uh, today. We, if we can sneak in there the same way that you just did, we can at least get the jump on. Get the jump on it. Yeah, he's distracted all... with her and trying to suck her blood. So let's do this. Also, there's like weapons everywhere, right? That it can use against us, but we can use against it. So only one of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's of his genius. Use their weapons against them. <laughs> I see where you're going. Thank, thanks, Edmund. <laughs> really appreciate it. Um, but okay. now, Penelope, there, it sounds like there is fire in there. So if you're going to cover yourself in oil again, if that's your big plan, that's a, maybe use a what? less flammable one. All right. A less yo, flammable yo, oil. Real yo, smart, we need Bertram. Y'all, we need to go. And, and Awen just right. walks through the door quietly, you know, like a baby's in the room. And you open it real quiet. I'm looking for a spear. <laughs> Looking for a spear. Okay, first. <laughs> okay, before you think he you even begins to in. look for a spear, we I need you to to do. He a just really hoped that would fly. He was just. Like, I, yeah, I took off I my shoes. I only have Let my me just say <laughs> a bunch of stuff so that way it goes by the. <laughs> I'm gonna do this <laughs> and then yeah, and then, uh, and then okay. we win the game and it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I throw enough things at the DM, she'll forget what to have me do checks Judges on. Judges and dragons. Yes. <laughs> All right, so first do your stealth check. Stealth check. That's an 11. Moderately stealthy. Not going to pass right here. To sink. That is not going to pass. So I'm going to kind of do the same thing where we're just going to do a three strikes and you're out. Because he is pretty uh, busy on uh, threatening this woman. And so that's just one. So you, you kind of you see him look over his shoulder. Well, he, they have no shoulders. He, he, <laughs> he rotates his orby self. just a bit. It, it has slightly. So what is the thing? And you see he's just, his, his attention is peaked in that corner. But then he turns back to this woman and he continues on. The boss says that you need to have at least two full suits of armor by tomorrow. Or, I'm sorry, gonna have to suck the blood a little bit some more. Whoa! <laughs> so casually. Just when you thought it wasn't hentai. And dude broy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm just giving them all this because they're all born from the same uh, Beholder's Nightmare, so they all have the same voice. That's, that's how me, the, a lazy DM, is going to go about this. All of these death kisses have the same voice. Um, and so she, she is still down there, and she, she looks up at him from the ground. To, to make you two suits of armor between now and tomorrow? I beg your pardon, this is quite an impossible demand. You couldn't find anyone here who could do it in a week. Even if they were well-fed and well-paid or just wanted to be here. And he wraps, he just slaps her across the face with one of his tentacles and it wraps around her neck and like, like starts to choke a little bit. So I have Awen who's stumbled into the room. We'll say that. <laughs> but still, I did but a he took perception his shoes check. Off. I did. And all the, I'm and in all the, socks. And they make slappy sounds on the ground. I've worn them for so many months. They're so gross <laughs> and sweaty. <laughs> um, so I have Awen in the room, but the other three are still outside. So who's next? All right. Penny um, just looks over her shoulder at Bertram and goes, the oil thing was a one-time thing, okay? Maybe two? Just, it worked. You're jealous. And then 
slowly like starts peeking around the corner um and like slowly just kind of like steps into the room very confidently doesn't make any noise declaring it now okay go ahead and make a stealth check for me <laughs> 22 oh yeah oh. That, that passes just fine so yeah, for sneaky sure. So sneaky. sneaky okay, you sneak, sneak in and you position yourself. I near position Awen. kind of behind Awen because he's got this, and uh, you know, so I just sort of okay. sneak. With that high, him. with that high of a check, you do also have time to um, you get where you need quickly enough. And why don't you roll a perception check for me um, to see right. what you notice? Sorry, Awen, you you went I'm in there a whisper. little bit too clumsily. Uh. <laughs> Seventeen. Seventeen. Nice. You find a spear. <laughs> you see on the table right next to you guys that you're kind of hunkering down near, you see one scale male armor, one sling with 20 bullets, and then on the ground, kind of to your left, right next to Awen, you see a barrel with 40 gallons of oil. It calls your name. She jumps. She jumps in. Oh God! She immediately smiles and was like, "I have plans for you." I hope that A one has teeth and I have oil. That's that's right. When you put them together, you get Megazord. Oh, the company that Bertram keeps. So Bertram. I. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and. Actually, you know what? I think I would send in. I would send in. Uh, I would gesture in after you, uh, feigning gentlemanly like char- uh, characteristics. But really, I just don't want to go in, and I want to let him kind of go in front of me. So I'll gesture to Edmund to go in before me. Edmund leans in real quick. You think you seem very courteous, but I know exactly what you're doing. I can <laughs> see through that, and I'll remember. <laughs> And he gives you just a toothy smile, and you're like, I, I don't, I can't tell if it's menacing or if it's friendly right now. <laughs> uh, all right, and he rolls an 18, and that beat the DC. Dang. So he also sneaks in next to you guys. He's going to position himself uh, hunkering down next to a table about six feet away from you guys. So he's going to pa- bypass you um, and go to the next like long table that has a bunch of stuff on it. And I will roll perception for him as well. Okay, and with that roll, he, on this table next to him, also spies a climber's kit. And that's all he spies. Mm-hmm. So just like with pythons and other things that are useful all right. in many ways. Bertram gets ready to go and heads for the door, tries to sneak in. Enrolled a 14. Does not pass. Okay, so for that, um, you're not going to be able to do a perception check. You're going to have to like quickly get into place um, where it won't cause the death kiss to come at you or to come investigate, um, but it will make him pause and once again turn toward that door. One of those things where like, I probably like, quickly duck behind something. So while so when it looks over, I'm already kind of hidden at that point. Mm-hmm. So are you going baby. to be? I I would say like you're you're probably near. Awen and Penny, since they're a little bit closer. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So the three of you kind of like are a little bit closer to the door. I would say you're about like 10 feet away from the door. And then Edmund is a little further on, um, about six feet away from you guys. 
right? He's within whispering distance if you do it well, um, but that's kind of how you're fanned out. And you see this death kiss. Um, once again, he has a looser grip on her now since he was distracted by whatever sound that Bertram made as he entered in, but he is not leaving her alone. Uh, and as this woman tilts her face up to not really, even though she sounds in pain and in distress, the look on her eyes is one of defiance and uh, not of giving up just yet. And I would like the three of you to roll perception for me. Oh, they're going to say initiative. <laughs> no. <laughs> 15. 10. 5. Bertram, you when, you, when she lifts her head and you see this look in her face that is slightly mournful, but there's a, the hardness to her eyes showing like I'm not backing down. Um, you've seen that face before. It is a face that you have seen in Frankenstein's castle. <gasps> it was a face that you saw uh, carved into a statue, and it's a face that you saw painted on the wall. Uh, it's a face that even showed up just like in multiple places, probably in Frankenstein's study. What, oh man, what do I remember? What does Bertram remember? Because Adam doesn't. About, I don't know why I thought she was dead. She you was dead. remember that, yeah. The, you okay. remember, you remember her. Th- this is this person is supposed to be dead. This, okay. this, this. And now you look closely. It's not a, a woman. This is a high elf in front of you. But uh, yeah, this is a uh, someone who's not supposed to be on this plane of existence. But only you are recognizing this so far. Um, and Mendontis okay. never met her. Penny right. and Awen, not quite yeah. perceptive enough. I would clock it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say anything because there's no point in talking right now. Is there any way of kind of telling, man, I guess this thing has its tentacles like around her throat and isn't going anywhere. Like, it has one tentacle. One tentacle. Thing. But is there any way of knowing like maybe it'll leave soon? Because this, it just said that this woman has to get to work making things. But is there no indication that's leaving anytime soon? Um, that's because if we didn't question. have the fight, that'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think there's ways that you can do this without like fighting it or you know going through the the traditional route of uh, combat. So once again, on the on the table next to you, Penny and Awen, you have a scale armor a sling with 20 bullets, and then there's a barrel full of oil on the ground next to you. Um, Next to Edmondantis, there's a climber's kit as well with some pythons, which are like, think of like old-timey spikes. So you also have on the wall um, opposite you guys that these two figures are in front of, you also see five active burning forges. Huge. Are we going in, in, in order? No, you can go in any order oh. because you are not in initiative. Okay, great. I thought we were kind of just, I was just kind of waiting. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So uh, besides, do, I don't see any other weapons around me, right? If you want, you can have Awen kind of peek up and come out of hiding to look further. Um, but you'll have to do another 
Stealth check. Stealth check. Can I grab the sling and the bullets? Yeah. I'll let do you I need do to that. make a stealth for that no, as well? No, it's close enough to you. That's fine. So it's always the shot of the hand going like this. <laughs> yeah. Just, so it's like reaching around trying to grab um, it. Yes. So I, I grab the sling and Penny's right next to me, right? Mm-hmm. So I lean over to Penny and in my quietest, most hand signally voice, <laughs> I just say, Penny, I'm going to, I'm going to grab, I'm going to grab, I'm going to hit that thing with one of those bullets. And then you, what do you think about that oil in that forge? Did you have other ideas for that oil? Um, you know, I love oil. You know, I'm here for a fire, but I don't know how I'm going to get that. How are we going to get that over there? Wouldn't it be better to throw, to do the sling with the, with the bullet into the fire? So it makes a noise and it looks the wrong way and goes and investigates in a different direction. We could even dip a bullet in oil. So it makes a real sizzle. I, you know, I, you knew I'd find a way to get that oil That's... in there. <laughs> Darn dude. You knew uh, I'd set a I fire dip, somewhere. I, I, I pull one of the bullets and I like dip it in the, the oil. <laughs> just like a jalapeno popper? Just and like some a so- cheese sauce. Get, get rich. <laughs> 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 I'm going to sling this. <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. Um, I, I take the bullet, the oily bullet, and I put it in the sling. <sighs> pull it back. And then I let it go right into the forge. Ooh, I like that. Let's uh, let's do a dexterity throw just to see how accurate you are. I got a ten. I have the you... curse now. No, and... actually, that was high enough for this. Oh, Excellent. so it, it yeah, it pops into there and it just it makes this huge clang against the back. That is not the sound of a clang. That's me hitting my hand. It makes a huge clang <laughs> against the back of the forge. Some foley work. Yeah. I know. I you know. I can do some fully work, but it, it hits the back of the forge and then just makes this. Oh my God. <laughs> it was Adam's response that really sealed it. Was that, a parrot? Right was that a parrot you were doing? Yeah. <laughs> I can do some fully work. <laughs> we're in rare form tonight, guys. Okay. So you, you pull back. It slings right into the open mouth of the forge clanging against the back of the metal framework. And as it clangs in the back, you hear all this this pop and this sizzle. And immediately the death kiss unravels from this woman on the ground and she falls like limp. And he is facing the fire, startled. As soon as he starts facing the fire, I run towards him and try to push him into the forge. Okay, what are you pushing him with? Like, how are you doing this? Are you doing this I barehanded? Have my, I have my quarterstaff, and I'm going to just try to whack the shit out of him. Like and, a baseball. Yeah, yeah, just crack him right in. Hell okay. yeah. That's cool. I'm going to have you do a strength or athletics, if you want to add that on. And with that, we'll just make it at... If it, if it, hit, if it beats his AC here, um, you'll be able to shove him in. Okay. That's a six. Oh no! You okay. just woke. You just tapped him. And then I look what, back. What if I had the I same idea? Back. What if I had yeah. the same idea? Can I rush at the same time? Yeah, like, you can like do yours at the same time. Because Adam absolutely had the same idea, actually, in real life, and that, yes. that was an awesome. So I'm gonna try and do. Nuts. 
So I think that, I guess, Awen and Bertram will go on opposite sides of the table and we'll just kind of rush and meet at the at the death kiss to try and shove it in there. I'm going to I'm gonna use my bare hand. Uh, no, I use my quarterstaff as well. That's better. Boom. Double I'll use tab. my quarterstaff as well. So we're, both, we're both swinging at it. Eddie Dance. He, he did not. But okay. go ahead, Bertram, and roll for strength. That was a natural one. No, no. Whack, I fall into the fire. Penny chooses not to even get up from behind the table. Penny just decides to sit there and just shake her head. She shakes her head so much. Damn it, Aaron, we had a good idea. I know. That didn't land. Uh, All right, so (laughs) I can see this. This is great. Awen, you run in and you badly bruise him to the point where it just annoys him. Um, but then we have Bertrand, good old Bertrand coming in. And how can you see him roiling, royally screwing this up? He trips on Elizabeth. Hey, excuse me. Excuse so, me. I thought she was asking everyone, and that's what I visualized. I'm so sorry, Adam. Please go. No, when, I, I like to give you guys ownership of when you roll a nat 20, I want you to own it and tell me what that looks like. But when you also roll a crit miss, a natural one, then I also have to ask you, how do you also take ownership of screwing it up? Yeah, it might be something kind of like where, where if Awin goes first and, and kind of like skims it enough for it to maybe like maybe move a little bit. And I just kind of, I, I, my rush, I just try and hit it. And the little bit that Awin did just helps me like miss it completely. And I whiff and I do a kind of a, Daffy Duck kind of twirl as I miss with the momentum, and I just like I slam into the back of the forge. Don't fall into the forge, but I definitely whiff and I think smack my back again up against the forge. This death kiss just turns slowly at you. <laughs> he goes, "What the fuck, man?" <laughs> at who? Me or anyone? At you, Bertram. <laughs> like, that is the weirdest shit I've seen all month. And as he is distracted looking down at you, we're going to have Edmund come up with this net that he has. And yes, let's see if net. he can mm-hmm, bring in that, bring the net. And he has it attached to the python and he is going to try python. and the python. So with a climbing kit, you have these things that are used oh. to a, attach into the rock face and yes. to secure yourself and pull yourself up. So these are like large metal stakes. Nice. So he's going to have the python through it to then hurl into the fire and use that to help his momentum. So I'm going to make him do two checks. He'll do dexterity for the entanglement, and then he's going to do strength to get it in there. Get it in. Okay, so he got dexterity of 14, so that's enough for that. Come on, baby. I like this. Come on, Eddie Daunt. Oh, he got 18. Sweet. Okay. Yes. And what does he do? He's hammering the python? No. So what he did, he first entangled this death kiss in a large net. And then he already has a python woven through it. So to close it up and he's going to throw it in there to use that as a forward momentum for his push. So you see him just push this into... (laughs) <laughs> into the forge and, and you see this death kiss kind of disappear and there's like oh man no <laughs> um and he uh edmund is going to yell back at you penny penny more oil 
Penny stands up and immediately just like, aye, aye, captain, without saying that, but like does the aye, captain symbol. And then it's a 40-gallon thing of oil. How much oil is, did you say? It's 40 gallons. Yeah, 40 mm. gallons is pretty. I don't think Penny's going to be able to eat this. Do you have She's anything so you strong. can put? Do you have a cup or yeah, something in your pack that you can put it into? Wait, you've picked up Bertram and myself, who both weigh that more was, than 40 pounds. That was just luck. And, Wait, uh, is a gallon like, a pound? No, God no. Oh. 40 gallons is like 300 Thank you. Pounds. I was like, wait this, a minute. My whole understanding. Because <laughs> my 10-gallon fish tank right here is 100 pounds with water yeah, in it. So. Yeah. And oil is going to be Check your water, Check your uh, inventory. Because, I mean, I have cups. I have things like that. That maybe something you could like dunk into the oil and bring it over there. I have a water skin. So I take my water skin, empty it, fill it with oil. And then run it over. Throw it so in. It's an oil skin. Throw it in. Get and it hotter. Penny does a little wind up and then chucks it in. Do you Can need you me to roll? Dexterity for me. I just want to see because this, you know, you and just oil, in case my friend. You fail. It says, "Well, okay, I'm not going to use this one because this did it. Just me opening the app. It wasn't me rolling it, so this one doesn't count." It That's was fine. a one. We're looking for a low DC. <laughs> I use that. I use those justifications all the time for myself. 12 total. Okay, you do that. <laughs> you do that. So you see this death kiss just like sizzle and pop and just get trapped in this netting. And that's that. So does Penelope guys, feel bad for it? Like she always does with these things. No, at this moment, Penny goes like, I'm, this is kind of awakening something in me. We'll see where this goes. It's not cool. the death kiss. It's the fire. <laughs> and Edmund Dantes. And sure. Edmund, yeah. Something's and the oil. Old. Something's happening. <laughs> I rush fire. over. I want to rush over to the lady on the ground and offer my hand to help uh, pick her up. She's passed out right now. Okay. So you guys, yeah. How are you gonna? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I crack open my smelling salts. No. Oh. Oh. Do you have smelling? Do you have no, smelling no, salts? No. Do you hold them in in your teeth as well? Do you have a oh, smelling yes. salt tooth? I do indeed have a tooth. It's a smelling salt. I crack it open and I spit onto her face. Oh my god! No, that's not. It's like an that is not how you treat they, like, a lady. Awen, I have things to teach you about how to treat ladies. I'm just trying to wake her up. How does how does um how does a uh, medicine work? Can I like roll you got, a medicine? Any of you can do do a medicine check, and right, it's just a, a simple check. DC of ten. And if you get 10 or higher, you are able to revive. Don't say Six. simple when I roll tel- terribly and just roll to six. Okay. All right. I'm going to roll. You're like trying to slap her face. And it's yeah, just, no. I, I rolled a three. I rolled a three. So Penny's just blowing on her face. I, I come up with my spit and uh, I rolled a six. So it definitely like just doesn't work either. Wow. We're <laughs> just impressing Edmund left and right. <laughs> All right. Then I'm going to make Edmund roll for this. <laughs> oh, no. I guess she's dead. Eleven. Okay. So okay. he he just <laughs> he cracks open a real smelling salt. There you go. Like, <laughs> Why did we all whiff it so badly? You guys, the RNG man. gods. We need our magic. <laughs> Truly. So she comes to and uh, she kind of looks at the three of you, or the four of you actually. <laughs> Who are you guys? What, what's what's going on? Awen, Awen sees that she's a high elf and gets super pumped because uh, he, you know, all the druids were like 
kind of celibate a little bit uh, in his sect. And he's like, ladies, hello. Super pumped. Well, we saw that you were, you know, under the influence of this. And he's kind of just stumbling over his words. Death kiss? De- death kiss. Yeah, and yeah. Um, well, we couldn't, you know, we couldn't just leave you here. We need to come make sure you're all right. What What's a fine elf like you doing in a silly place like this? I guess, <laughs> I guess it's silly. Yeah, it's, it's terrifying. More like, I'm a prisoner here. Are you guys not prisoners? I, I extend my hand again and say, let's... Let us get get you off that cold, dirty floor, please. She it, she accepts it, and uh, there there are some chairs nearby, so she definitely sits down in one. No, we are not prisoners. We are liberators, and here on a mission to uh, free one of your fellow prisoners. Oh, who are you guys here for? Oh, it's a confidential mission. I'm afraid. Yeah. Penny, can Penny get a sidebar going? Can Penny be like, hey guys, <laughs> and just like pull them over. Okay. And yeah, so yeah. Penny gets everyone, she's like, all right, guys, look, we're already starting to give her too much information. Who is she? She was talking to that death kiss, Awen, as my witness. Like, th- he was her boss and she was working for him. We're already telling her we're escaped, we- that we're not prisoners, that we just broke in here. What if she's on their side? What if she sells our secrets for a better room we how do we know we can trust her don't tell her anything this is very true prisoners will look out for themselves after a while maybe it's nice to have a room with only two bars not three i don't know <laughs> i uh bertram looks over at penelope kind of confused and says you don't know who she is yeah penelope, you, you don't recognize her bertram you know who that is you don't know who that is? I've seen a lot of ladies in my life. Who is she? I don't know. Okay, that's a question for another day. But clearly, she, her, that face was plastered all over Dr. Frankenstein's castle. That oh. looks like his, de- his deceased wife. But I thought she was dead. I thought Maybe. she was too. Wait, well, Dr. Frankenstein was all about dead things, no longer dead. Boogie, boogie, boogie. Um, That doesn't doesn't look reanimated like those halflings. Maybe he saved the good stuff for, you know, his lady. Okay, 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 okay. She's just standing over there looking at us right now. This is awkward. (laughs) We're just like... She is. She is is now, like, kind of just standing up and... Okay, I'll just... Are you guys... Okay. How do we know she's good? We're totally fine. Don't worry about it. We're just, you know, having a little inner company dialogue here okay but that death kiss where where it, it might be back and oh, even i think it not- tripped and fell into that forge over there she Oops. looks over and kind of sees like the charring remains of some of it and she just falls heavily back down into the seat like and breathes a sigh of relief wait weren't you working with the death kiss with yeah i mean At- he came in and was like time to make more armor that's, said, okay. Okay, you guys, you guys are obviously, yeah, not prisoners. Um, everyone who's here, they're forcing us to work these forges overtime, and they only allow a few of us in here at, at once, but... Now, is overtime for you more than eight hours in a day, or is it more than 40 in a week? I, I don't even... And I, do I, they pay you time and a half, or is it just like continuing pay? Us, pay? I, 
no, I, they don't pay us. They, you guys have. To they just nice. keep us alive for just as long as we're useful to them. And then, how did you? I'm, I'm sorry. What, what is what is your name? I'm I'm Valentine. Valentine. Did you oh, once you? go by another name, perhaps? No. Because you look like someone I know. Um, Valentine. When I say the name Elizabeth, what does that mean to you? Her, she immediately perks up. And I, I mutter to Penelope, that was the name that she just screamed, so it means something to her. Yeah, that's why I'm asking. Okay, good question. <laughs> <laughs> she leans forward and, like, gripping the sides of the chair. How do you know my twin sister? Friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. Hey, it's me, Kate, your master teacher. I'm here to say, first of all, thank you so much for listening. I really hope you're enjoying the story as it progresses. Right now, you're in the middle of our Count of Monte Cristo adventure. And a little bit of a prison break. We'll see if they get out. See if no more shenanigans ensue and put any more lives in danger. Uh, But anyways, thank you so much for being here, and I would like to invite you to reach out to us. You can find us on Twitter. Our handle is at Show, and you can also reach out to us through email. We are omamamshow at gmail.com. And when you reach out to us, it can be simply to say, hey, give us feedback, even suggestions for future adventures, suggestions for future stories we can use as long as they're in public domain. We would also like to extend a shout out and a thank you to Wilbo of Wilbo Baggins on Twitter, Wilboverse uh, from Twitch, but he is, if you keep your ears peeled, he will be showing up in a bit with a little bit of an audio cameo playing a particular prisoner at the Chateau d'If or Count of Monte Cristo adventure. So keep your ears peeled and you're going to hear his voice here pretty soon. But just to give him the proper shout out, you can find Wilbo on Twitch. Uh, He has several different things going on there, including story time on Tuesdays, kindness club on Wednesdays, and world building on Saturdays. But this is a regular segment that we're hoping to do where we invite other creators to come on here as voices that will enrich this world we're building and to give fun little audio Easter eggs of other content creators in the podcast universe as well as in the tabletop role-playing game universe and lastly i would like to ask you to do us a little favor if you would leave us a review and a rating that would mean the world to us because when you do that it allows more and more people to realize that not only do we exist but we exist as a podcast that's meant to share stories and to share the wealth of fun that is within tabletop role-playing games so if you can Just take a few moments of your day, leave us a rating and review, and many more people will get to enjoy this adventure alongside you. All right, that's enough of me. Let's get back to the story.
how do you know the name of my twin sister? Oh, we had a a fun little run-in with your brother-in-law. Are you talking about Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein, Mr. Frankenstein? What do you think about your brother-in-law, Dr. Frankenstein? I mean, yeah, I wasn't a big fan, but, you know, my, my sister really loved him, and I, where did you meet Victor? Where, how would you, you're not part of that group, are you? How do I, show me your hands. Penny lifts up both of her hands eagerly. And I hold up my metal, my metal hands. I put up, I put up one hand, and then I, I like kind of put the other hand up. (laughs) I do a little dance. Okay. <laughs> no, we're, no, we're no. not with him. Uh, in fact, he tried to kill us on multiple occasions, but and we accidentally killed him. Nope, nope. Uh, nah, I'm, I'm, I like no, to do a dance every once in a while. Miss, Why are we let's so afraid of share, telling the truth? Let's not hang share on, too on, much hang information. Hang on, hang on, hang on. And she just starts clapping her hands. Wait, he almost killed you. How, how did that happen? I, I, I don't know anything here, but they're keeping me here because of him. How long have you been here? I don't, I don't, I mean. M- days, months, years? Rough estimate. Ballpark. I mean, probably eight months or so. I, I don't know. He, mm. he, he, he was working on something with this group and it was some kind of big project and he was having second thoughts, so they, they've been holding me here and using pictures of me and appearances of me to manipulate him because they know that they know that the side of my sister is really is what driving him on is driving him on. I And he doesn't he know that it's not you? It's just kinda <laughs> like the ghost of it's enough Elizabeth past the image could trigger memories and emotions hmm. whatever they're yeah whatever they're using it's tapping into that emotional part is just driving him insane i but it seems like their use for me is is almost done i i don't know I, i'm getting the feeling that he's like not doing what they want anymore and well again that i don't might know be because my days are, are numbered here you what do you mean that he, we we drastically limited his ability uh, to. I don't think he's uh, doing deliver. quite much of anything these days anymore. I mean, he's dead. Well, I'm that's a rather coarse way of saying it. The thing now, come now. For she a says man back. Who really loved death. I feel dead like we should love. be really honoring. And yeah, you can see like this actually greatly troubles her. Like this, this saddens her, and she looks even more now with her with her sadness. Like her twin sister. When Penny says dead, she means dead in the spirit. You know, like. It's. It's just he. Don't worry about it. I thought there was a chance for him, but it's, you know. What is death for me anyways? What is death for him? It's just. It's just one step farther into rest too, perhaps into silence. But are you here because of him? He, He had you here or. The spotted hand had you brought here in order to make sure that he kept doing what he was doing. The second one. Victor would have never wanted anything bad to happen to me. He was truly good to family, but he sometimes forgot himself. They were just using me. And if what you say is true, then they really don't have any use for me. And 
what they do for people they don't have use for anymore. What can you tell us about the spotted hand? I don't, I mean, we're, as you can see in this room, we are... We? Making the prisoners. The, mm. They're having each of us come in, in ones and twos and work in this forge on making everything from what looked like bombs to... They have me working on the armor, but... I don't know. I mean, the, the huge amount of, and lately they've, they've seemed to be pressing us to make things at a faster pace. I, I don't know what's happening or what they're gearing up toward, but they want, they want a lot of stuff that if you look behind me, look at that, that that's, that's for war. That's, that's some serious shit. Who runs this operation? Well, here, the Count and Countess, they're monsters, they're just if if I ever get out of here and I'm able to like write about and publish and there's somebody brave enough to publish what I've seen, I'll be set for life. It it is horrific here. Where are the count and countess? How do how does one find them? Before you, before you answer, I think off of that question, I would turn to Edmund and quickly ask, were they here when you were here? Do you know? There was a count. We rarely saw him. He was a spineless, annoying man, but no, I I never heard of a countess. Well, there's two, and so Valentine, like, just shrugs, and she's like, well, there's there's two of them now, and people go up there, and then they don't come back. I've only seen, like, I don't know. I mean, I've seen them drag some bodies down to that hatch and it's just a stream of blood after that. I gross. I don't know. But if I said Pharaoh, does that mean anything to you? You mean Victor's project? But Tell me more about what you mean. I mean that was one thing that I remember seeing Victor work on on the side. It was it was this huge pyramid. It was um I don't know, it was like probably four feet tall, but it was definitely not something you could just lift or anything. And he was creating it to, to, to like, just, I remember him talking about, like, an anti-magic field. And this place actually doesn't let us use any magic. I'm, I'm not able to, to channel anything here. And I don't even mention it. Do, do you think that's, that's what they have here? Well, we're pretty sure that the Pharaoh is being actively used in this here establishment. Did you have any idea where it might be? Where it could be? Well, we know it's in the holding. It might be in holding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that Edmund Dantas uh, said earlier, he's like, remember, it's, I think it's where they would have anything, where they brought everything. It was, it was in the holding. It was in the vaults, which is in the next level up. I, you know too much, obviously, and now that there's a dead death kiss or two in here, you might be lumped into it as well. I fear for your life, and I think you have no choice but to come with us and help us. Help us do what we need to do here, and we can help you leave, help you survive. What do you need to do? We need to find. I would look at Penelope 
and I would kind of raise an eyebrow, like almost like ask for asking for permission in a way. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's as good as I'm going to get from her. So <laughs> we're looking for a man named Crusoe. A rather new prisoner, I believe. We were sent here to help him escape. We are on the side against the spotted hand. Crusoe? Yeah. Added, you know my him. Cell has been, yeah, but my cell's been right next to his this whole time. Uh, number 36, but... Yeah, they just brought him in a couple days ago. But you, we better hurry, because... He's definitely set to be put to death by tonight. Well, he and two other prisoners. What other prisoners? I don't know. One, one of them is uh, Abby Faria. And at that name, um, Edmund just, like, just it lets out this exclamation. Abby Faria. He, I thought I saw that name. It's because of him that I was able to get so far here. I, w- I would hate it if, if anything came to him. Well, yeah, he, he, he's one of them, and, um, oh, I forget his, uh, I don't know, some, some kid they picked up on the streets, uh, I forget his name, but anyways, it, whenever they deem you unworthy here and, and they can't get anything more out of you, which looks like I'd be on that short list pretty soon. They take you up to the Count and Countess, and then that's it. Did they already take Crusoe and... No, it's, it's supposed to be tonight. So I'll, I'll, they, they put everybody to death, like, at night. So it's not quite there yet. All right, well, I, 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 it's the putting to death hour. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, time. well, I agree with you. I think we need to get out of here and go find him. Yeah, let's uh, go now. Maybe let's even roll. go find this Abifaria. But before we do... There are a a lot of items around here that look very interesting. (laughs) I think, one, let's look around here very quickly uh, for some items and weapons and armor. And two, this appears to be a stronghold for the Spotted Hand. Is there any way to wreck their armory or to to cripple them somehow so they can't build this, this weaponry for their army? You know, I gesture to Valentine, you know... The operations of this more than any of us. You're the one who's been firsthand making these weapons and armor. Is there a way, is there a weak point where we can bring it down? Well, first of all, before you guys go loot happy, can, can you get these off? And she points down and you see like her feet are, are manacled together. Oh yeah, I oh. pick the lock. I get down, pull out my thieves tools and I pick the lock with dexterity. Let's see. Can I? Should can I? Do yeah, that? yeah. Okay. Roll for dexterity for, and then don't forget to add your special modifier because you have proficiency in those. That is thirteen. Yep. You pick the lock; it springs open. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Now that I can properly walk, uh, yeah. Why don't we do this room? I honestly, we could blow this room up, but if we blow it up, that kind of might blow your cover. You know, and kind of sounds like you guys are trying to be stealthy. Emphasis on trying. Emphasis on succeeding. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, but I, I think that our best bet is maybe 
to go after Victor's invention. Yeah, live to if fight we, another day. That's my motto. If we destroy that, there's going to be a lot of prisoners that will help us out. If they can use their magic, they're going to unleash hell on this place. So I think that's our best bet. Okay, so I think I start, I nod in approval at that, and I start looking around the room for what they got. Yep, same. Same. Okay. So I'll, get, I'll let you guys uh, kind of split this up however you want. Um, but in there, you have uh, two suits of scale mail armor um, that's usable for you. A lot of them are like under lock and key in this place. And it's just like, this is above your picking level. Let's just say like you look at it, you're like, uh, but like immediately near you, you see two suits of scale mail armor. Um, you have that sling with 20 bullets, but there were two more. So there's a total of three slings. Uh, two barrels of so you see two more of those barrels of oil there was that climber's kit um, you have two hunting traps five quivers with 20 silver tipped arrows oh perfect for werewolf hunting oh yeah wait what's a quiver is that an arrow or is that, is that a, a quiver is the, is the, is, it holds the arrows oh yeah. duh 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 okay mm-hmm. but no but no bows all the bows are under lock uh, one portable ram, and a shit ton of whetstones, just neat in case you need stuff to, <laughs> to, to get something to, oh my gosh, to sharpen your daggers, <laughs> to sharpen your blades. And then there's, next to each of the forges, you see a heavy anvil. And of course, something to, for bellowing, um, you see mallets, uh, you see... Hammers? Yep. You see mallets with the hammers. You can see all these blacksmith tools. You see sewing we, kits. Oh. Do we want to go in a row and like and one at a time kind of list off what we want? I'm going to do it in this way. Um, okay. I want you guys to just roll a d20 on this. And so that way we'll, uh, we'll see like who gets first dibs. And add your cool. dex modifiers if it's initiative. And that way, like who's the quickest to grab stuff? So we're rolling initiative. And I rolled 19. Yeah. Pretty good. Okay. 15. 21. So Awen with a 21, you go first. What do you grab? Awen sees the hunting traps, takes those, uh, keeps the sling that he took from the table. He also spots the portable ram and thinks that that's going to be useful when breaking down doors. Um, sees, two of, sees a few quivers of arrows and takes two of those uh, with silver tipped uh, heads. Mm-hmm. And one, uh, he, he walks past the forge and just swipes one of the big hammers. Nice. And next in the lineup would be Bertram. What do you take? Bertram will take a sling uh, with some bullets. He'll take two quivers of the silver-tipped arrows. And then seeing that big canister of oil, and Bertram has an empty jug in his bag already. So he'll go over there and fill that up with oil. Cause you never know when that could come in handy and he'll cork that. And so he has a big jug of oil. Nice. And finally, Penny, what do you take? Um, Penny runs over and grabs one of the quivers of with 20 silver tipped arrows. She grabs a slingshot. She really liked uh, seeing how those work. So slingshot with 20 bullets. She takes her one empty flask that had had fish oil in it earlier and she fills it up with this new oil. Do we know what <laughs> kind it is? My gut says olive. 
they just keep, <laughs> Something they just keep flammable. barrels of olive oil. This is in the Mediterranean, decide. is it not? We the we story, already established the story that it's of Monte we, Cristo is, but <laughs> we established that it's uh, explosive, right? Because then you throw you yeah. coated the bullet and you threw it. This into is the more board. yeah. This is more like a kerosene. <sighs> Fine, kerosene. Then she fills a, a flask with kerosene and then she snags a climbing kit. Okay, great. You guys are all uh, suited up. Um, likewise, you have both Edmondantis and Valentine. You know, take what they need, and uh, Edmondantis turns to you guys. All right, let's do first what we are meant to do, and that is to get Crusoe. After that, we make for the Ferron. Ready? Yeah, I, I turn to Valentine now. <laughs> I say, Edmund, no offense, but your experience here has changed over the months, years it's been. How about you work together with Valentine and... With both of your wisdom together, hopefully you can guide us to where we need to go. I can handle that if you would like to work alongside me, Valentine. That is more important for us to accomplish our goal. You first, my lady. And she just kind of nods her sense. She's like, okay, uh, here we go. And so she leads you out in the hallway and looks both ways, seems satisfied, not seeing anything, and leads you uh, further along the original course that you were taking. And turning around the corner, you see ahead of you, the hallway opens up into this horseshoe shape. And on both sides along, you see just these darkened cells. Um, only a couple, Only a couple sconces on the walls light it up and so there's lots of shadow for you to hide in and it is really everything you can consider a horrid place like this to be dark dank gloomy the distant sound of water dripping somewhere because what prison wouldn't be complete without that and you see no death kisses in sight so uh let's uh go from here with how do you guys want to arrange yourselves do you oh, consider no. yourself like going? <laughs> no, but do you guys, do you, you know, do you consider, do you want to go split up? Do you want to go all towards the side that Valentine is leading you toward where Crusoe would be? Um, how do you want to walk in single, single file? Do you want to wait at one end? I pull my sling out and I follow behind them. Yeah, I think I would follow close behind Valentine. And I don't think Bertram wouldn't say this out loud because he's very grateful for everything that Edmund's been doing. But already a number of times, very quickly, his information has proved faulty and unreliable in ways. And he still knows a lot about this place, but obviously there's gaps in his knowledge now since he hasn't been here in a while. But Valentine lives here currently, um, and she has a lot of skin in the game. Like, either she helps us or she's dead. So I think at this point, I'm kind of... Not shifting my allegiance, but I'm following Valentine pretty closely. Um, Penny still trusts Dantes. She still, you know, thinks very highly of Edmund. But I think she's just feeling very exposed. So everyone's just sort of moves forward confidently. I would say Penny slows down and kind of is just keeping a like an eye behind her. She it just it feels very exposed. Um, she feels like everyone's just moving forward confidently and isn't as aware of their surroundings. So can Penny roll a perception check? 
Mm -hmm. So Penny's just going slowly and kind of looking over her shoulder and sort of walking backwards a little bit, trying to keep an eye out. So 22. You notice that there are definitely no death kisses around here. Uh, you also just the, the air feels very still in here, not in a foreboding way, but just as if like this is this is a time when prisoners will come in here and use that as a little bit of solace to themselves, either to sleep, um, even though it's still technically early evening. Um, but they use that for sleep or they use it for just repose or just to continue to go mad, depending on where they are and how long they've been here. Uh, the, you see the hallway that you just left continues on, and at the far end, there seems to be a doorway with a ramp leading up. No disturbance, nothing there. And so as you turn around, you, you perk your ears up just to listen as you go forward. And as you, do you, do you creep forward? Do you stay there? What, what does Penny do? Penny is still slowly following the others, but they're walking at like a kind of confident pace and she's very slowly kind of just walking. So she's moving, but at a very different slower pace. Mm-hmm. I say perhaps, you know, you, you pass by a couple cells and the third or fourth one in, you decide to take a closer look from the shadows and through the bars, you can glimpse this hunchbacked figure limping around the cell and tracing the stones with a withered arm. You hear him muttering to himself, Tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace from day to day to the last syllable of recorded time. And all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death. <laughs> Out! Out, brief candle. Life's but a walking shadow. A poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage. And then is heard no more. It is a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. So you, you inch forward and you see just more figures who are just completely in their own worlds and so each of you as you are going to roll stealth will do it with advantage because you are not only in the right spot being led by people who know where they're going but you're also enshrouded in a lot of well shadow (laughs) so we're rolling stealth with advantage yes oh well i got a 23 do i have to you're fine yeah great man i roll the 10 12 10 and 12. Okay. You're very lucky. 10 was the number. (laughs) It was a low one because of the shadows. Okay. (laughs) You just had to get to double digits. We're good. Oh, I need to roll for my two people. Hang on. (laughs) Oh, yes. The NPCs. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, yes. 13. Ooh, nat 20. Okay. Ooh. All right. Who was that? Valentine? Yeah, that was Valentine. I knew to trust her. To follow her. (laughs) 
So as you inch forward, you finally make it to cell 34. Okay. And you don't hear anything directly uh, from the outside, nothing obvious that somebody would be in there. Uh, so you guys can approach this however you deem fit. In fact, both Valentine and Edmund kind of look to you guys as if like, what do you want to do with this? Do we still see all the people? There's still people around us kind of thing? Yeah, you're in a you're in a hallway uh, where behind like you're you're backed up against a stone wall and then you're facing the opening to the cell. And so there are uh, they're not it's not open bars. Um, it's not like a wall of bars. It is heavy stone wall um, with a few bars for the door. This okay. isn't Chicago, the musical guys. Come on. We just didn't see <laughs> like like we, we the, we're not close to the guards anymore, right? No, there are no guards where you are. Okay. I think I would, I would kind of inch forward in front of Crusoe's bars and try and peek in. And I would say, Psst, Crusoe, we're, we're friends. We're here to help you. And as I say that, I would put my cloak over my, over my head, almost as a sign of that, that we're on his side. And I try and leak. Do I see anything? Can I, can I see him in there? Can I roll a perception or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Twelve. It's so dark in here. <laughs> no, that, that's enough to see him. So you see him kind of straighten up. You, you see this, like, figure in the back sitting on just a pathetic excuse for a bunk, and he straightens up a bit and slowly and cautiously rises up and coming slowly to the bars, you see him peer at you. How did you, how did you get that? I've never seen you before. Are, are the rest of you, are, are, did you guys step up kind of beside me? Are we all here? Or is, she, or is he talking to me? He's talking He's to you, talking. Bertram. Oh, okay. Yeah. I stay back. I'm, I'm oh. still kind of oh, okay. keeping a distance and looking around. You're... Now remember, now remember, you cannot say Robin and you cannot say Marion. Okay? Mm. You can't say those two names. And you can't say Greenhoods. Your, your mother sent us. She couldn't come here, but we're new. Um, <laughs> hi, my name's Bertram. Uh, sorry, I don't have a lot of time for formalities, but we were sent here to help you and to bring you back to your people. Of which we are now part of. We, and I look over at my friends who kind of are still in the shadows and I'm gesturing for them to come over. Come on, show yourself. I want to I, I make a perception check to see like, is there going to be, I'm, I'm wondering if I get the feeling that if we make noise, we're going to get caught. Uh, you don't really want to rouse other prisoners because sometimes you know, as, as many of you have probably seen this in, in video games, <laughs> that if you rouse prisoners and they are that desperate, they might start calling out for help um, and raise the alarm, even if they're not trying to thwart your efforts. You just kind of want to keep this as simple and quiet as possible. Well, hey, Crusoe. Hey, yourself. Who the hell are you? I nudge, I nudge Awen. Put your, put your hood on so he knows. I just look at him. I throw my hood up. <laughs> my little ears, my little ears flop out. 
we're the ones who are going to break you out of this Huskow. <laughs> what Sorry. is Huskow? The Huskow, man. Break him out of the Huskow. I know what that it's means. A, it's, a, it's like prison. Okay. Oh, okay. It's like a old hillbilly word. Oh, nice. All right, so he looks at the two of you. You mean to tell me my mom sent me two? Well, four, actually. But they're kind of hiding in the wings. And there's a fifth here who we picked up along the way who's here to help us as well. And Valentine kind of steps forward. Hey, Crusoe. Uh, what's up? Valentine? Oh, shit. Okay. You know, the people I was telling you about, but I couldn't, like, say their name? That's like, see? Okay, the color and then what it is. You shut your little mouth, Crusoe. I don't care who you are. I have... I have other people's teeth in my mouth. You be quiet. Um, you know what? I, I'm going to have him. I'm going to have because he, he, he takes this as a as a little like challenge because he, he hasn't been in here like a great amount of time. Like he's been in here less than 48 hours. So we still kind of see that that original spirit of his. And he takes <laughs> a lot after his mom. So yes. he's Why going to reach get so pissed because he's because uh, he was about to he's say a little green. brat. Because... He's like oh, a little okay. kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not. <laughs> He's not a kid. He's 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 like a, he's a human in his like late twenties. Well, to you, I guess. Kid. To elf. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Okay. You just a turned baby thirty, child. Aaron, so yes, <laughs> you kid. Um, he's gonna reach to the bar and he's just gonna like uh, playfully smack at your face. Oh. Oh, I'd like to make a dexterity check to to catch it and then like bend one of his fingers back. Okay. That's a five, six. <laughs> Man, I, you think, got some I think Awen still has some more jalapeno poppers to get out. <laughs> Pino inside. <laughs> yeah, you like okay. I, I like you. I like you. So does he? Does he? Does he smack him? Does he smack? A- it's like a- a just a light, like. Gotcha. Just a light little like. Oh, Awen doesn't like this guy for sure. <laughs> really doesn't like him. Penny is frustrated with how long this is taking because she is feeling very vulnerable and very out in the open at this moment. So she just rushes over and she's like, you guys, come on. And then she pulls out. You have to um, put your hood on. You have to put your hood on, Penelope. (laughs) Penny Penny just rolls her eyes and pulls out her lock uh, picks. She's got a lock picking set and just starts immediately. So can Penny pick that lock? Yeah, only after. Only after. <laughs> Only after Crusoe sees you, he's like, "All right," and he gives you a wink, like, <laughs> oh. "If you're if you're opening up my my uh, yeah, come on in." Penny rolls her eyes again, but blushes a little bit. So it's like a it's like a real like that Star Wars moment. It was kind of short for a stormtrooper. Mm, oh, uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. mm-hmm. all right. Oh, it's so Crusoe how do Princess I pick this Leia. lock? <laughs> <laughs> Crusoe is Princess Leia. Thank you. You're gonna add it. So you're gonna roll a d20, and you're gonna add your proficiency to this. Um, how so you're gonna add plus out? two. That's your, your top left proficiency of the bonus sheet is plus two. As your yeah. Proficiency bonus plus two. Okay, great. Uh, twenty two. I picked the hell out of that lock. Yeah. So you, you rolled a natural twenty. I rolled a nat twenty. Oh well, then that doesn't matter. Natural twenty. Nat twenty. Is... Oh, oh yeah. You, yeah. You you just like if you roll a natural one, it doesn't matter if you have a plus ten proficiency. Right. You just hundred percent do it. Wait, cool. With that, like, how does she, how do you do it? Do you show off at all? Do you like really? How do you manage this? Hmm. Does Penny show off at all? 
Um, no, you Penny. You, yeah, you're nervous still. It sounds like sounds like you're nervous or sketch or or weirded out still being here. Yeah, I think I'm just anxious. But this is something. This is Penny doing what Penny is best at. Like this is what Penny has been trained to do and raised yeah. to do her entire life. Like jumping so in the shadows. It's just like secondhand. Yeah. So it's just like, you know when you see people who are really good with Rubik's Cubes and they're not even looking at mm-hmm. them and they're just doing it? That's what it looks like. It's just, she's sort of keeping her eyes around. She's looking around and just really quickly Doctor in the, the ER. Mm-hmm. Just cool. all business. Mm-hmm. Edmund just gives you a, like, just pats you on the back like, that was, wow, that was really good. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, can't swim, but I can do this. Okay, so yeah, you, you pick that lock and it swings open. Okay, it swings inward, open, and, you know, Crusoe quickly, like, kind of backs up a bit. Uh, do you, do you, do any of you, like, enter the cell? Do you, wh- before, like, I, I have him do anything, I want to give you guys a chance to react. I would just, as soon as it's opened, I would say, come on, we need to go back to our ship outside. We need to go now. Oh, Get in the car, loser. We're going shopping. <laughs> guys. <laughs> Sorry, I did not expect a Mean Girls quote <laughs> in this moment. <laughs> of all the moments to do that, I love it. And all the characters to do that. Sorry, anyway. You guys, thank you guys so much, but we, we, can't, we can't leave just yet. I was stationed just to watch, that's all. I was there supposed to spy it out, but I saw a little bit more and... To watch what? what? I don't know. Where are you talking about? Just to watch... A spotted hand. Okay. I was stationed to watch a new shipment they were getting in, and that was it. For a plan, we were supposed to overtake it. But they were guarding something really heavy there. Too important for me to just let go. So, kind of acted like a chip off the old block like mom and got a little bit too much. So when they, when they grabbed me... It's hidden in my stuff. They don't know it's there yet, and we need to get it fast. I... I think I have a piece of the map. And we need to go get it in the holding. That works out pretty well. Because we gotta go find the Pharaon. That's how we're gonna take this place down. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is routine update log number six for Dr. Edison Tucker concerning my research into the town of Jerusalem, Oregon, and the existence of the supernatural, paranormal, mythological, etc., etc., blah, blah, blah. Anyway, since arriving, I've definitely encountered some stuff that could be classified under weird ass. I mean, Where else does putting lamb's blood on people's doorways actually work as pest control? And nobody in town will talk to me about the picnic area near Lincoln's farm. Although, could be because everybody thinks I'm one of those monster hunting idiots. Which I'm not, okay? I am an experienced professional who takes my work extremely seriously, and I am going to prove this if it's the last thing I ever- Dr. Tucker, what have I told you about keeping samples in the fridge? (sighs) 
Although, to be honest, I think the biggest mystery on my hands is how I'm going to survive living with Lucille Kensington, stuck-up extraordinaire. So, if you guys don't hear from me again, it wasn't something in the woods that got me. Probably. Where the Stars Fell. Available now wherever podcasts are found.